Welcome to this week's episode of the Blank Page to Bestseller podcast. This episode is a very special episode. It is our episode number 10. Thank you to everyone who has stuck around and listened to all of our shows. If you haven't, just want to let you know that all of our episodes are evergreen and we hope you go back and listen to them and listen to all of our great episodes and all of our great guests. For this week's episode, we have some very special news, which we will get to in just a minute. But because this is a special episode and we have that special announcement, we wanted to let you know that this week's Biz Buzz is actually a Biz Buzz we ran earlier all about collaboration books. So without further ado, I am very excited and proud to announce that the author's voice is now accepting submissions for our very first collaboration book. You can learn more about our collaboration book on our website, which I will link in the show notes, and through our ad, which you will hear later on in this episode. So as you can see, collaboration books are on the top of our mind, which means that for our second segment today, we have a very special guest, Melissa Kirkpatrick, who talks with Colleen about her journey becoming a published author and her journey as a collaboration writer. So please enjoy this week's episode. We hope that you enjoy learning about collaboration books. We also hope that if you've enjoyed this show, be sure to like and subscribe to the show anywhere that you get your podcasts. Enjoy this week's episode. Hello and welcome to this week's Biz Buzz segment. This week I'm joined by Colleen and KZ and we're going to shed some light on collaboration books. On the last podcast, and actually on this podcast later in our guest interview, we have had some guests who talk a little bit about being on collaboration books. So we wanted to answer some questions that our listeners might have about what collaboration books are and how they're run. So today, I'm going to first just pose the question to Colleen and ask her, what is a collaboration book? Well, thanks, Peter. It's really something that collaboration books uh, have been something that's been going on for a long, long time. But what they are, are and essentially an easy way to say it is several authors uh, contribute to a book. It can be 10 or 20 authors, uh, depends on what uh, people are looking for. But it's in essence a chapter that each person usually writes to collaborate. But the reason they do it is to get experience as an author and not have the overwhelm of writing 60 or 100,000 words. Um, It's also a way to grow their network because they collaborate with these people and then everyone is sharing the book out when it is published. And then they also expand their reach. It's harder and harder to reach people. And so if you just rely on your ideal audience, then uh, sometimes you might not get the word out about your book. But Uh, when you collaborate with uh, different several authors, then you're reaching their networks also and expanding that reach. 
And then it can also open up a lot of doors. Uh, people I've talked to who have done collaborative books, I've asked, why do you do a collaboration book? And they're like, it's a stepping stone in order to someday write my large book or my expanded book uh, as, a, as a solo author. So those are some of the ways, but that is a collaboration book. They collaborate together and write the book. And it's usually good to have it a, a themed book, but there's several different ways you can do a collaboration book. And so that's how and what a collaboration book is. Oh, yeah, that's some uh, great information on what a collaborate collaboration book is. Uh, now, KZ, I'm going to pose you this question because um, I think it's a very important question. And that is, so who's in charge of a collaboration book? Is there each author taking control of their own thing and doing their own thing? Or is there one person who's in charge and kind of running the whole process? Well, the answer, the short answer is yes, Peter. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I know that was a multi-question, uh, a multiple question, but uh, the reality is that any collaboration book will have at least one person who is take, who takes the role to be the co the coordinator. Okay, and what I mean by that is, uh, it could be the author, it could be a collaborating editor, but that one person is the one who's going to organize all of the other authors to make sure that they are getting their chapters delivered on time, that the chapters have been edited and that everything is put together into a book. Now, I said, I said that could be one author and it can be. Uh, in many cases, the author uh, who comes up with the idea of the collaboration book will take charge of it and will take everyone through the whole process of getting it done. Uh, the but it doesn't have to be that person. The person who puts it together could be a publisher. It could be an editor who simply likes to uh, help people publish books. And their only role is to take it from beginning to end and help everybody get it done. It's also, I'm going to say this, in most cases, these books are considered to be a for-profit enterprise. Not always, but they usually are a for-profit enterprise meaning that whoever is putting it together and being the collaborator to actually put it all together, that person is also going to be receiving the royalties. And that person will also be pulling in the money that the, uh, that the different writers are paying to be a part of the book. And that money should cover all of the costs for publishing the book, and it should also um, not be excessive. So if you're thinking about a collaboration book and you are a first-time writer, first-time author, it's a great way to get started, but be careful. You should not be paying $10,000 to be in a book, okay? Uh, but you very easily could be paying $500 to $1,000 or even up as much as three, three dollars to $6,000 to be in a book. And that is a bit high depending on the market and depending on what you want out of it. Well, yeah, that's some great information there too. So, you know, I think um, what I've really learned from you two today is collaboration books are a great way or they can be a great way for a first time author or a newer author to 
kind of flex their muscle to get a little bit um, into the process of writing and to share their story or at least a part of their story. Um, and it can be a stepping stone for them to then take their chapter and turn it into a fuller book or to take their writing skills that they learn through this to turn into a fuller book. Um, now, uh, one kind of final question that I'm going to pose, uh, either one of you can answer this, is um, are these collaboration books, they seem to be more um, business oriented is that true nonfiction? is that is that true or is there are there fiction collaboration books as well there are i'll take that one colleen you can if you have something to add please do uh there are non there are fiction collaboration books but not chapter by chapter they're more they're more likely to be short stories or joint authorship in the non, in the fiction world in nonfiction, this is very definitely a business oriented type of writing that I've come across. Colleen, you agree? Oh, I definitely agree, Candy. Yes, it's about uh, the business people, the solopreneurs, entrepreneurs taking it that, like I said, that step further where they're getting more people to find out about them. And I'll, I've learned one final thought on this, Peter, and that is that when you are a collaborative uh, writer, when you put a chapter out into a book and the book is published, one of the things that you will find is you're not necessarily going to receive royalties, but you should be able to claim that book as an author on Amazon. And so you are then a published author, even though you're only one chapter in the book, it's still your book. That's that's a great, um, a great uh, thing to learn. You know, I know we've said this a few times before, but, you know, as soon as you become a published author can say you're a published author, people automatically think you're more of an expert. Now, even though you are an expert because you write the book, once you have that book out or once you can say you're an author, you become just a little bit more of an expert in the eyes of the uh, of the public. So, you know, I think this has been a great little overview on what a collaboration book is and a little bit about who runs the collaboration books. And I'm sure that over the next um, next few um, months and weeks as we talk about publishing collaboration books will be, you know, more, uh, we'll cover more topics about them. So I want to thank you both for joining me on this week's BizBuzz. This week's episode of the Blank Page to Bestseller podcast is brought to you by us at The Author's Voice, and specifically our new collaboration book titled The Right Way, Conversations with Publishing Pros. Leave your mark on publishing's future stars and watch The Right Way become the go-to guide for writing blockbuster books. Don't miss this opportunity to inspire the icons of tomorrow. Learn more about The Right Way, Conversations with Publishing Pros, on our website, theauthorsvoice.org forward slash the right way. That's the right, W-R-I-T-E way. Once again, that's theauthorsvoice.org forward slash the right way. Spaces are limited, so please be sure to apply to be a contributor in The Right Way, Conversations with Publishing Pros today. Do you have questions about how you can become a contributor to The Right Way? 
visit our website, theauthorsvoice.org forward slash the right way and ask us today. Or please reach out to us through email, info at theauthorsvoice.org. Welcome to today's podcast with Melissa Kirkpatrick, and this is Colleen with From Blank Page to Bestseller, and we're going to have a nice little conversation with Melissa today. I have known Melissa for probably going on close to 10 years now, how time flies and just goes, life flies by, (laughs) that's all I can say. So thanks for joining me today, Melissa. Thanks, Colleen. I appreciate you having me. Yeah, well, I I just want to tell people a little bit about you. So Melissa has a love for learning and confidence in teaching inspired her to expand her horizons in ways she never imagined. Every decade, she has leveled up in business and in her life. Now in her 50s, after selling the golf courses she owned with her family, she's launched what she realized is really her true calling. It's a culmination of all her personal and professional experiences, a business and life coaching service. Melissa's journey of learning how to overcome obstacles and push for success allows her to step up as a leader and a role model, now boldly teaching others to do the same. After, as a thought after motivational speaker and transformational business and life coach, Melissa speaks to organizations, virtual summits, and podcasts, and works with clients individually and in groups. Melissa thrives upon the success of those she works with and prides herself in helping them scale their business and life from the inside out, using techniques and modalities to develop a framework, utilizing techniques to build a solid foundation by overcoming their past and building for the future. Her unique style of holding others accountable and motivated has led several clients to reach their full potential and income goals with confidence and pride. And so again, Melissa, thanks so much for joining me today. It's so great to see you and have you on the podcast. I'm excited to be here and to share my story. Yeah, I know. We all have a story. That's what we tell people. Everyone has a story to tell. And it's up to you if you want to get it out there and share it with the world, which you are certainly doing. So I wanted to talk to you about you've you've authored or co-authored about four books now with uh, collaboration books with people. And uh, one of them is Phoenix Style. Stories to Ignite Your Entrepreneurial Spirit. And your chapter in this book was called, You Are the Creator of Your Success. So what made you decide to write and collaborate in several books, but uh, also in the Phoenix Style book? So as you mentioned, everybody has a story in them. And when I was presented years ago with an opportunity to write in the collaboration, it was difficult in some ways because I'd never done that before. But at the same time, it gave me an opportunity to see what my writing style might be, or if this is something I would want to bring into a bigger publication of my own. I did write my five steps to your own drive, which is a PDF version that you can download free on my website, but it was also about training versus actually telling my story. So the first collaboration was allowing me to open up, tell my story, see my journey. And then it just evolved into a a few more editions of being able to collaborate. The Phoenix style one came to me um, as a recent life change in my own story. So it gave me an opportunity to recognize success is based on what you think, what you feel, and 
and and how you take action. And so that's what I wrote in this chapter was helping others to overcome, even though you're in a, you know, a life change or a business change or whatever that may look like, there's always possibilities that you can rise up from that and that you can actually find the new focus or the the new compass that's going to lead you into what it is you truly desire to do next. Yeah. And I love that in the Phoenix book, when I was reading over that, I really resonated with a comment in your book that you said, once I realized the value of having a coach, I've uh, I've had one ever since. And years ago, I wrote a, a talk that I shared with people when I was um, doing some public speaking. And a quote I mentioned in that was, hiring a coach is not a sign of weakness or failure. It's a sign of success. And so that really resonated with me. Do you want to talk about that a little bit um, about the coaching? Yeah. So I, I truly believe if you stop and think about it, you've had a coach from the time you entered this earth, your parents, your godparents, your siblings, your grandparents, preachers, teachers, guidance counselors, principals, like we've always been coached. And then we go into the work world and we have our bosses and we have our coworkers. So we've always been aligned with someone, maybe even just the best friend that we've used in the form of what I say is coaching. And when I talk about business and life, that's the thing. There's more to it than just one or the other. They both really culminate together. And having a coach is where you get to process on your own without a biased opinion, without someone telling you you're good, bad, right, or wrong. It's about really understanding yourself and then understanding those goals and those visions that you want. A coach can help breathe life into it to make it bigger, bolder, or stronger, but also can step in and help you with things that you can't control. Maybe, you know, there's things in your personal life that are happening and being able to balance that isn't something that we can necessarily necessarily do on our own, we'll get through it. But having that support, that additional support to me is worth the investment. Oh, it's sure. And what you said about it being an investment is truly an investment because sometimes navigating the, you know, the balance where people say balance between work and life, it really is true because if you're not happy in your business, then it's going to come over into your life and vice versa. And so you want that to be uh, equalized or whatever, if you want to say, but it's really important and coaches really can help you navigate the way, as you say, and in both both areas and having the coach, whether it's a life coach, business coach or both is so important in learning how to do whatever it is you want to do and thrive. And so that's just a great, great thing that you do is in helping these people learn how to coach. But when you go back to when you were talking about um, in the beginning, you weren't sure about writing, like when it comes to writing the struggles that you've encountered and you were talking about finding your voice or what to talk about, do you want to delve into that a little bit more? Yeah. So it's one of those experiences that you have a thought, you have an idea, you want to share something. And when you go to put pen to paper, it becomes like, all the things. And I started like doubting or questioning, well, someone doesn't really want to know that, or maybe they do want to know about this, or should I say that? Or maybe I shouldn't say that. So that was the first thing is like, what am I really telling? And what do I want to tell? What do I want others to know about me or about my story? Then it became how many words I needed to write. Then, then that became like, I, I would put a bunch of words down and be like, I'm not even close to how many you know words that I want to have in that. Or then it became now the grammar and, and, and the punctuation. So 
it was really a lot of that at first that was scary, but there were coaches that helped us put this together. Therefore, it became easier, especially after I did the first one, then being able to do um, the others. It has a now it has a little bit better flow for me to understanding uh, what that is to do that, doing the first draft, the second draft, having it edited and things like that. But for me, it really was um, a little bit of fear because it was going to be published and then bringing that into, but I have a story to tell. And if it affects one person, if one person is touched by what I say, if it changes the direction or the focal point, then I, I am willing to put in the time and the energy and work with others to get that published, created and published. Yeah. That's such a great thing you said, but it is true. And we tell, we tell people that too. Everybody has a story to tell. And even though your information might be the same as someone else's or 10 other business or life coaches, your story is going to resonate with someone like the other people's. It won't. And that's what's important because you can change lives. And it sounds so dramatic. You can change lives, but <laughs> you, your story can change lives and it does help other people. Absolutely. I totally yeah. agree. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. You've written about, you said, four or five uh, collaboration books. Are you looking to publish your own book where it's just your voice in the book? Or is that down the road? What have you thought about that? I've thought about it. Um, I've given it a lot of consideration. I've read some memoirs of other authors that really inspired me to think about that as a focal point, not necessarily with the business or with my practice and what I do. So that part feels like something that would come from me at some point in my on my life's journey, but also being able to do these collaborations, I'm kind of building out a bigger version of my story. So I think it, it would just be a matter of me fully committing to the time and finding the support. And those, I, I joke, I'm always like a ghostwriter would be great because then I can just tell the story and they can do the rest. But at the same time, that's still, it's the same. You're still working the story in and, and giving the details and, and information. So it is something that is on my vision board to do at some point in my life. Is it right now? Maybe not so much, but it won't be too far into the future that I would do that. That's really cool. But even just putting your stories or your different stories into these collaboration books could compile to become your story, your entire story. Never yes. thought about that before, but that's kind of <laughs> be it. <laughs> that's what I'm banking on. That's what I'm kind of counting on. I'm like, hmm. Because you're not here, and I'll have a I have a chapter book. <laughs> exactly, because you're not going to be telling the same story in each of these collaboration books. They're all different chapters. Right. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's pretty funny. So, if you were going to write a book, what would it be about? Do you think you'd go on the business end? Would you go on the life end, or do you think you know, like a memoir type thing, or do you think it would be more business? Or have you even really thought about that? Well, as I said, the memoir part really resonated with me from the authors that I've read before, because it is telling that story of overcoming the obstacles or the challenge or just, you know, how life was. I had a really traumatic life experience in 2017, and but there were some great things that happened there, too. So that whole year, there were so many ups and downs that navigating that or getting myself through it or finding my way on the other side of it like that to me is, is a story in itself. But then I also see how every decade I level up from my 30s, 40s and beyond and how that can be inspirational, which could be more business related or could be more personal related. But at the same time, I feel like it would be a good story uh, for people to learn, to learn those experiences when I've been put in some really 
tough positions when I've been on very successful, you know, um, path in my life and my businesses, but it's riding that wave. It's, you know, being able to take each one. And for me, I learn from it and bring it forward where I know some people, it becomes a stuck point or it becomes uh, a place where they can't see beyond their blinders. And so as a coach, I always want to open up the peripheral vision so that they can see that you're not alone. You're not the first person to experience this. You know that there's support out there. It's just sometimes if we read it more like in a book compilation versus, you know, actually picking up the phone, calling someone or hiring someone. That to me is where my stories will 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 end up in this written part. But I, my story is still being told. And I, I feel like it's not to a point to really put it in or it would have a dot, dot, dot to be continued. <laughs> yeah. I love how you talk about um, opening the peripheral vision. Wow. Opening the blinders so that you have the peripheral vision so you can see both sides of the story, both sides of whatever it is you're going through. I think that's really, wow. <laughs> Mic drop. No. <laughs> that, that's great. Yeah. Open those blinders, boy, because mm -hmm. we can all get stuck in that tunnel of what's next mm -hmm. or, oh my gosh, I can't do that. Or what happens if, yeah. So opening yes. that, that's really cool. Yeah. Really cool. So I'm going to ask you a couple of fun questions, Melissa. So if what do you wish your younger self knew about your current profession? So I've always been a teacher at heart and I became a high school teacher, but then the business was my degree when I was in education. So the two have culminated together. I think my younger version just didn't really realize how she was setting herself up to be in the career path that she is today. So it really isn't saying you could have done something better or different or otherwise. It's girl, you are right on track. You are leading yourself into this next version, living this life at a level that you know you're truly committed and your heart desires to do on a daily basis. Wow, that's really cool. That's a it's a positive outlook from what, you know, so many people say, well, I did this, but now I'm doing this. But for you, that's a very positive thing that you've always been on this track and it's just taken some time to maybe get to where you're at today. And we all change. We all go through these ups and downs or paths. Our paths never this. I mean, if we are the same as we were when we were 20 and now we're 40 or 50 or, or, or older and we've matured, then what would we have grown? What would we have done if we were the same as we were then? It, doesn't yeah exactly. doesn't resonate yeah really really wow <laughs> yeah. but the little girl still lives inside of us so she's still there um, yeah. so that's the thing is is holding hands and being able to ride this journey this life's journey experience together right making it making it as fun a journey as you can make it mm -hmm. you know going through life yeah yeah, yeah. wow yeah. well is there anything you would like to share that we haven't discussed so far today I just am a believer that out of any situation, good will come and everything's working out to your highest and best good. I use that mantra all the time. I learned it probably 15, 20 years ago. And if anything, I can leave the listeners is to really trust in your gut and in your heart because your mind will get in the way because those little monkeys will start jumping around and all that information is just being able to ground yourself and know that out of the situation, good will come and everything's working out to your highest and best good. And for me, that's how I continue to keep my focus and my positive attitude on life, but also as I support others in their journey, because 
being able to live this life with others on a journey who we all have a clear vision and desire to be as successful and as best we can is where the magic really happens. Yeah. Well, that's really great. That's a great thought. Now, so in ending here, where can people find you, Melissa? Where Tell us where people can find you. Melissa Kirkpatrick Coaching, and it's on LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. YouTube, great. Yeah. So thank you so much for joining me today. This was a fun conversation, and good luck with your all your collaboration books and moving forward with your business and life coaching business. Thanks, Melissa. Thanks, Colleen. I appreciate you. I appreciate you too. The Blank Page to Bestseller podcast is a production of The Author's Voice. I have been your host, Peter Wheatmartian, and I want to thank KZ and Colleen for joining me on this episode to discuss all things writing, publishing, and speaking. Do you have questions about today's topic or would like to be a guest on a future episode? You can learn more about The Author's Voice on our website, theauthorsvoice.org, or send our team an email at info at theauthorsvoice.org. You can stay in touch with Candy, Colleen, and Peter through The Author's Voice on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. Links to all of those can be found in the show notes. If you have enjoyed the episode, please be sure to subscribe and leave a review on the podcast app of your choice. Also, please help us spread the word about the Blank Page to Bestseller podcast by sharing the episode on your social media or by introducing a friend, a colleague, an author, or anyone who would enjoy the discussion to the show.